Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way. It's time for your favorite podcast or maybe just a podcast that you like a lot. It's Indie Comics. We well, rehearsed that. Did we actually for, pay for that, or was that <laughs> was that just impromptu right there? We rehearsed Intro that provided for, by for, Maddie for seven days and sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. They did uh, not sponsor this. I just drank one. <laughs> I wish. Hey, Monster, call us up. No, yeah, just, no, just no, just bang did it. <laughs> um, welcome. It's Indie <laughs> Comics. We're here. I'm Maddie, and I'm Jeff, and I'm Tyler. That was very like hello. And today, I'm Maddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm Jeff. There we Andy go. Comics. That's the kind of spirit I was looking for, gentlemen. Thank you. It's, it's Thank cold. You. Soon we'll be making another Indie Comics run. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is cold, so you have to warm yourself with the wonderful the warm, melody of song. Of not burning. Of not book burning. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, well, oh dear. relevant, though. Yes. Yeah, so relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't um, burn your books. Burn your So lungs. Jeff and I have put out a Reaper for Tyler. It is currently mm-hmm. at $10 if you'd like to contribute. Contribute to our Patreon so Tyler does um, not burn books. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> but uh, we did not. We would not murder our friend. We like him <laughs> just enough to keep him alive. Uh, we, oh, li- we would. <laughs> we uh, read Crowded yes. this month and it was flipping fantastic yes it was i do have to admit this is probably the this is probably the first one in quite a while that i didn't just zip through i mean i I zipped through everything but this one i zipped through and then i went back and i actually read it again i always spend hours and hours and hours reading these comics and jeff's like i read it in 20 minutes and i'm like what is wrong with you and this one he looked at me and he was like it took me a long time to read this and i was like because it's so good (laughs) well it's one of those kind of things that that almost as soon as you've gone through that page and you go to the next one, you're like, wait. And then you go back and you need to see, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Because this thing definitely was complex. Well, and there's so many just little details. Very and little like, details. You know, little references. And, like, I mm-hmm. loved all of the, like, shop signs and like every opportunity oh, yeah. to make a joke was taken and it was just like like oh, even yeah. they come out of like a, a grocery store at one point and it's the food place which is like totally a good place mm-hmm. pun which oh, yeah. <laughs> christopher mentioned to us uh yep. during our yep. interview with him mm-hmm. there were quite a few amazing good place references which if you're not watching the good place on nbc another shout out go watch it it's amazing or watching wreck it ralph at um, that old this podcast uh, down, is brought to you down, by the good place li- <laughs> or watching wreck it ralph at that old downtrodden library that was a good one yes too. And and even just like what there's one that was like America's next top model, but it was America's next top bottom. Yes, <laughs> top I bottom. Like, I saw that dying. one. I'm like, holy crap, did anyone understand that one? Incredible. Yeah, there were just a lot or of better great yet, by, little jokes. the club by Furious. That yes. was that was the better one to buy Furious. Like if you club. like a good pun, read crowded. Like it is yeah. I mean, there's just so many little like references and, and funny yep, moments yep. and it's chock full of them. Yeah, and just it's so modern and futuristic but it feels like now 
Like there's a lot of things that we don't have currently that they use, but that feel very, you know, next moment, which I thought was a really, really cool world building. It definitely was futurism, but it was almost a realistic futurism yeah. is what it was. If anything, I, I can't, I put it like this. It's kind of like what the 2012 rebooted Dread was actually. <laughs> it was futuristic, but it still looked like it could take place in the near future. Would you shout out to that movie? I love it. It does not get enough no, credit. No, it really doesn't. But I just put it as Carl a frame, Forever. I, I put it as a frame point right here. It's like, yeah, you're dealing with a yeah. very futuristic world, but it doesn't look like a Star Trekky type of No, future, it's like ten years world. from now, fifteen years from yeah, now. It's exactly. not or even five exactly. years. I mean, who knows? Well, but not especially when 30. it when it especially when it looks at the entire thing regarding apps. People mm -hmm. it's all about apps. <laughs> yeah, and like in the very beginning she's doing like twelve different jobs yeah, through all of these like service exactly. apps and renting out her car and renting out her apartment and babysitting and dog sitting and all of these things. And doing little tiny teaching here and there and Which feels very real. It feels very, you know, it like does. a lot of people it does, don't have that's how a lot of jobs are nowadays. Yeah. You don't have a traditional career. You're driving for a Lyft or Uber and you're you except know, doing this, this and doing that. Except in the book they call it mover. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were a lot of great um Great different things like that. And even just the apps that are integral then to the story, like Reaper and Defender. And mm -hmm. Defender, it's just super Reaper. cool. And can I just say, like, I think maybe out of all of the comics that we've read mm -hmm. and maybe all the comics I've read ever, this is a big statement. This art is phenomenal. Like, I am just obsessed with it. <laughs> Rostein with the pencils. I'm going to do some shout outs here. Here we go. Rostein with pencils. Ted <laughs> Brandt with inks. Triona Farrell, which Triona is the coolest name, colors. And then another cool name, Cardinal Ray with letters. Cardinal. Mm -hmm. Very cool name. And then, of course, Christabella. Sabula. I can pronounce his name Christabula. right. Christabula. Sabella. 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 <laughs> Sabuga. I always ask people booga, how to booga, pronounce booga, their booga. names and then proceed to butcher them, which is ironic because I have a terrible I've been watching Courage of Cowardly Dog clips, so... <laughs> That's why I did the ooga, oh, booga, booga, booga. Okay, I was trying to connect. Oh. Um, Chris Sabella with the <laughs> script and design. I mean, this is an amazing, amazing team. Mm -hmm. Everything just fits together. The colors and the art, and it just, it is stunning. And these characters have charisma. They have, you know, especially art can feel really flat, even when it's really well done and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, okay, I'm looking at a picture. And this, it just really, to me, it, it speaks, it speaks volumes the way that, their bodies curve or the mannerisms or yeah. the way that, you know, Charlie is kind of falling over something or like sitting upside down or like, you know, like mm -hmm. they have such personality and obviously the writing pulls that through, but the art just each character speaks so loudly in their movements and the way that they're drawn and the oh, curves yeah. and the angles and the facial expressions. And it's just so fun. And there's a little bit of like noir aspect to the way Charlie's drawn and I love it. And like, it's just super cool and modern. It feels very now, um, and I love it. And also the colors. Like, I love that Charlie's like basically just pink. Like, that's my dream self. I want to be pink. <laughs> I want pink hair and pink skin. Please. I don't know where I can get that done, but, uh, you know, future state. There's uh, probably an app for it. Oh, just, just the blood <clears throat> just, of your enemies. Just get, just get some hair coloring. <laughs> that's not what that I do now. <laughs> I wish. Well, and I used to work for, uh, I guess I can say this. I used to work for Disney and so I couldn't dye my hair. And now I guess I could, but I don't know you if people could. would take me seriously enough in my company if I had. Why not? bright pink hair Maybe oh, my i would i would take you more seriously thank you i do have glittery nails all the time which i feel like is a big so do up. i where do you get done uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just and this whole what did you do you guys have any comments on the art first before we move on 
it like wasn't the it wasn't the art that I would have directed for the for the book if I had been at the head of it, but really? it grew on me. It became an acquired taste. It has such a personality. I like see, and 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 I appreciate that personality. It's just I think some I think a little more dark root would have been my particular flavor, but you know this was just as good. Yeah, see, I think especially it's... when it comes to Charlie, because it's like she's very, she's very, you know, she. <laughs> If anything, I'm almost feeling like Harley Quinn vibes coming off of her. All Maybe the that's time why I like her <laughs> so much. And I can see that. And, and and I and I think yeah, it wouldn't really work with a dark kind of theme. But at the same time, I'm just it's it's very nice what what, what I saw here. It would have been what I picked, but it grew on me, and I came to love it toward the end. Well, yeah, it's so that's quirky good. and fun, and like like the everything to me kind of really sat well together, where it was unique and and lighthearted, but about a very dark subject. Yeah. Which is, I think, what made it If work. anything, it made, it made it took a dark subject and made it comedic is what it yeah, did. Yeah, and it has this really dark, <laughs> sick sense of humor, and it's delightful. Well, yeah, because essentially sort of this entire thing is talking about a world where essentially if you don't like somebody, <laughs> you can basically set up a Kickstarter to have them killed off. And I'll tell you right now, as much as the idea may appeal to some, it's like it, it's not something necessarily that would be the beginning of a good future were it to happen. What? Tell us more, Jeff. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, and like, what do you guys think of that world where, you know, I think to me, as I always talk about, like, I really yeah. like, I, I need a point. I need a purpose. I need a moral and a story. And it's it not, not, it's not about being preachy. It's about what are you getting from this? And to me, one of the really big underlying concepts was what do you deserve? Like yeah. in a very good place way, what do we owe to each other? Like, what do you deserve? Because like we have this line from even the very beginning where um, they talk about Reaper campaigns and like why people start Reaper campaigns. And it says yeah. politicians, loudmouths on the news, celebrities who say dumb shit. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. It's in the book. Um, they deserve this. Not me. Charlie fucking nobody. And just this idea of like who Maddie. deserves it. I know. I, you know. Don't say nobody. everybody's a somebody but you know like like it's who deserves it like who deserves a reaper campaign who deserves to die well and that's just the thing though is that this goes on the entire campaign that pretty much it went on the shoulder of the people finally to say hey we're the ones that are going to decide that but in the end is it really society is it really society's uh, uh, obligation to determine who determines who deserves who gets what and that's where I think it, it is. No, okay. I, I like this because it's like a good episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, yeah. just just throwing it out there. But yeah, I mean, like, like what would you, if you could, invest money in someone else's death? Well, if anything, I think this this story pretty much proved that. It's actually not a good idea because actually they may actually survive it. And that's something that I think that would be wasted money. Well, I don't think that you pay if no one, if they don't kill well, them. Well, it's like, well, I don't know because a lot of those receive, well, if it's like a Kickstarter, then it would do something like that. But I don't know. I mean, it just seems like something like, I, don't I think know. you get the money if you make the kill. So if nobody makes the kill, then you just get whatever money you were going to invest. Like, well, you're that's not just charged the they also like... put the stipulation it's out for four weeks after that time. If mm-hmm. the person is still alive, then pretty much no go. Which I think is interesting because if I was living in this world, I would 100% try to get a couple of my friends to like put a Reaper campaign on me for like $10 and then I just hide out for a month and then they, no one else can ever put a campaign on me again. Like yeah, that's kind of a weird loophole, right? Yeah, but that's also kind of the thing is that they they're kind of gathering at this. This is a society that relies on technology, social yeah. media, and all that kind of stuff. That's been determined. You can find anywhere in the world nowadays with that kind of stuff. But so. you're like running the risk of 
people than buying into it, but you could potentially raper yourself and then hide and then be non-eligible to could, be ever be hit again. You could, but the only thing is people have proven that they can't live off the grid. Just look at Charlie. She can't live off the grid for a but few seconds. But if nobody seconds. was actually trying to go after you, I'm saying. Like if you, if would. I had Tyler put out a, if both of you put out a campaign for me, I hid and nobody else has invested in it. So no one's really going to be looking for me. It's for super, it's for no money. Then well, potentially yeah, you, be because you can only ever have one campaign on you. And well, once you let's survive, be you're honest, good. you know, the number of uh, the majority of people that try to actually do the hit against these people are people that don't know how to kill. They're not professional killers. Yeah. These are dumb. Well, and the professionals would only go after something that's no, exactly. worth a lot. So if you weren't like worth that, a lot, like you that could mystery just gal that we have going on in this story. Now she's yeah, the real Jeff's deal. favorite. Tell me more. She's well, how do you feel about her? She is just great. <laughs> <laughs> she she is just awesome because it's like she's cool the one hair. that she's the one that knows exactly what needs to get done, what weapons she needs, and goes around. She doesn't try to be all outward worldly and tries to be a loudmouth like that trotter douchebag <laughs> who is uh, streaming everything that he does every single second and trying to make it into a thing. No, she actually knows what she's doing. She has a history right there, and by what we see at the end of the story, we know that she's not going away anytime soon. Well, and something that I loved about her character was, A, she has super cool gloves that are, like, if you notice, there there's so many little details in this that are just uh -huh. super, super cool. But she has these fingertip gloves that cover her fingers so mm -hmm. she won't leave fingerprints. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're just, the gloves are just for the fingertips, basically, right. and then connect to, like, the wrist. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, those are neat. And then I was like, oh, they're so she doesn't leave fingerprints. Yeah. And then she had, like, a katana that came out of her suitcase. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just cool, guys. <laughs> and can somehow change her hair at will. She's just cool. And she really loves green lipstick. <laughs> really loves green lipstick. Um, and that's how I. That's how I go to every first date. Just the greenest <laughs> lipstick. I did not need to know that, Tyler. Uh -huh. <laughs> You've seen it. You've seen the videos. <laughs> oh goodness! Dun, 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 well, and I'm dun, trying dun. to find the quote, but I really liked that she has this quote about like understanding people and mm. knowing them. And that it should hurt to kill them. Like, she yeah. should experience the pain of loss every time she kills someone. Yeah. And so she tries to get to know her victims really well. Yeah. So that, A, she can well, track them and kill them better. But, B, so that she experiences pain when they die. Which was just such a cool concept of, like, there should be some sort of feeling and emotion to killing and well, to it's death. Just, well, that's classic Sun Tzu philosophy right there is know thy enemy. Look so pretty much that's what, what they go with that. So, yeah, they I, I saw where they pulled that from, and I was very appreciative that they did that. You know, but... if you stare at that, uh, that book long enough, you'll go blind? Well, yeah, I know. It um, goes without saying. <laughs> well, and yeah, just this idea of, like, what does it mean to, to kill people, you know? And, like, I yeah. think, obviously, people in the military or, like, in certain situations, like, have done that. Yeah. And would still consider themselves a good person. You know, like, like I, it's just an interesting thing of, like, well, it's the what makes issue. it worth it if someone orders you to, if you know that they're a bad person, if, you yeah. know. And so, like, you have even these, like, shots of, like, kids killing for money because yeah. they can from the app. And, like, oh, it's okay. We we're making so much money. And the kid's just stunned because he just killed someone. Yeah. And it's, Trotter like, how. When he was a kid. Well, and then there was a, a shot. Yeah. And it's just, like. It's such an interesting concept because I really do feel like we live in a world where this kind of thing could happen. Yeah. And people would try it. And you don't know, you know, the consequences of it or you get really drunk and go out and do it or, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? And how do you live in a world in which that is OK and acceptable? Yeah. 
And then you have these people that are, you know, making becoming a social media star out of it, like Trotter, who's such an interesting character and doing the highs and lows of like trying to get more views and just desperate to stay on top and to Mm -hmm. be popular, which is very much something of our day. But it's also very much a trust issue because he didn't even realize that his own associate Cameron basically was taking the entire company right under him during that whole thing. It's it's a matter of trust. And that's one thing that I think is also the dynamic of this story is like, who do you trust? Who exactly do you trust? I mean, it's clear between Vita and Charlie, there's a lot that leaves to be desired when it comes to trust between those two and so many of the other characters as well. Yeah. Who exactly do you let in fully? Because there are secrets all over the place in this story, guys. Both Charlie and Vita have some secrets that are not even fully divulged as the story goes on. Yeah. Well, it is. It's so interesting to see these characters kind of grow together and trust each other, but also know that there's things that they're keeping from each other and saying, oh, well, yeah. when I know you better, I'll tell because you. Quite, well, yeah, and quite simply, it's coming down to a point where you were almost asking at the very end of the story, what in the heck did Charlie do to get $2 million hit, a $2 million mm-hmm. uh, a Reaper campaign on her? Seriously. Who would earn that much? She's not even a politician. Well, and to that point, um, just about the lying and the truth and all of these mm-hmm. things, um, there was a really great line that I loved where Vita says, you lie, I lie, we all lie to each other. It's called civilization. Mm-hmm. And Charlie says, bullshit. I say what I think and I do what I like. Life's too short to lie, especially to myself. And like just this idea of like, are you telling the truth to people? And like, are you truly sharing who you are? And like in a world like this, where your best friend could put a hit out on you, basically. Yeah. Like, is it better to lie and to be fake or is it better to just be who you are and know that at least you lived your life that way? And like, it's just such an interesting concept. That's why I essentially saw hypocrisy in her, in her saying that right there. It's like, Hmm. yeah, no, I call BS on what she said right there. Cause if that was, if that was truly the case, she would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. In my opinion. And yet, and yet, by a stroke of luck, she is still alive right now. And I don't think it's entirely because Vita is just that good. Well, and you can see, like, there was a scene. I don't want to say too much because this is all, like, just go read it and experience it. Oh, There's yeah. a scene towards <laughs> the beginning where she, like, touches a gun and it seems like she might know how to use it. And then later she's like, oh, I don't know how to reload this gun. And Vita's yeah, like, stop there, acting yeah, dumb. There's, yeah, yeah. She has some great line about, like, stop acting like an idiot or people will start yeah, believing stop it. stop acting like an idiot. Yeah, which brings me, once again, it's like she reminds me of Harley Quinn in that case. It's like <laughs> she just acts like she's a little What, she got a problem with that? No, <laughs> I have no problem with that whatsoever. But at the same maybe time, I'm pretty much like thinking her. like, well, maybe that con- maybe that contract through Reaper isn't totally wholly undeserved then in that Too case. Too much personality for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. But yeah, maybe I mean, maybe that's why I liked her so much. But she is she's like really <laughs> she's like me on crack or something like she's super annoying and kind of owns it. I thought you were about to say crackers for a minute. I'm like, what? She's in crackers. <laughs> but you know, like, like she's just super annoying and just owns it and, like, can make friends really easily. But also, like, to do that, you have to, like, put on the charms. And she knows how to do that. I and, was like, going to say, yeah, like, my charms. She definitely has the charms available. <laughs> and, like, is the person that will just grab a dog and take it with you. And, like, I'm, she's a little more heartless, I think, than I am. And I yeah. try to make genuine connections with people. But I think, like, this is a shade of me with, like, the bubblegum pink hair. She's and what the, she like, wants. She's who you want to be. She's the, like, high school version of me that wanted to be really popular. Uh, <laughs> like, if I had followed okay. that path. She's the mean girls version of you? Yeah, like, if I'd gone to UCLA instead of Berkeley, that could have been me guys it could have been me go bears um, but uh, like 
you know, like, it's she's an interesting character because that is she's a product of her world, though, too. You know, like, she's just trying to get by and to scrape by and doing what she can to, you know, get free drinks and live fast and and enjoy herself. But also mm-hmm. trying to realize because she has the struggle of like, am I a good person? Do I deserve this? And I think the point is that no one does. But it's a really interesting thing. And you're looking at, like, all of her friends who are putting money into her reaper campaign and her mom who's saying don't come home and it's like does anyone deserve that no matter how annoying they are no matter what they've done does it matter what she's done to earn this but at the same time the fact that she is willingly keeps leaving vita to go out to a strip oh yeah that's super annoying to go out to a darn strip club or to put herself in harm's danger all the darn time although she clearly is not that that much interested in her own safety Uh, in that case at this point she could die any moment but it led to one of my favorite lines which is be grateful unless you want to die surrounded dry strippers and she says i don't not want to (laughs) and i was like yes bye furious I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it right now. I think she instigated the Reaper campaign herself, myself. Why? I think she did. For a cheap thrill. Because mm. she wanted to... For, for a cheap thrill. She wanted because to she do seems the kind that exactly she would do what, something like that. She wanted to do exactly what you wanted to do, because you are her. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looked into my eyes when he said that. It was yeah. very scary. I mean, I could be Although wrong, but that's just... Although now there's the whole government angle at the end, so I'm Oh, there's that, too, especially <laughs> since we have that entire list of the people that are contributing to campaigns yeah. the quote-unquote bots. Yeah, and yeah. we won't say more than that, but although there's not much more than that, because this is a deep web, and we will have... Uh, apologies. Dark, web, dark web, deep web is what... Yeah, and apologies if you hear, like, some, you know, random children or some rain. We're in a... Uh, eclectic environment today there are no children yes, here unfortunately that would be great but we are in an apartment and uh we're not in la but we're near it so very authentic to the story yeah loud noises <laughs> loud noises um, also can we talk about the librarians who were super cool oh i love those guys uh the whole concept of the library is kind of becoming these like squat houses where you can come and live and like <laughs> like it's it, not too far from the truth <laughs> of what they become now it makes me ways. so sad, but it's so true. So, yeah, I live in a library. No, because you can't read. What? <laughs> that was terrible. He what are you talking read, about? I love this. Okay, my favorite thing about this book is how it was a pop-up book, and it read to you. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this book. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I thought the libraries were super cool, and the, like, like totally badass librarians, and the point where they say, like... Um, Oh, this is just like a rundown library or whatever. They're like, so is Alexandria. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I love that that particular panel that they had where they're saying, so is Alexandria. Some of them are defending because a whole bunch of people gather around the library to try to try to get the contract on her. And then suddenly they're leaping down for with ropes and they have like scimitars in their in the in their in their hands. And they're are slicing they up people. Scimitars or scimitars? Scimitars, scimitars, however you want to pronounce it. Some do skim. Tomatoes. Some do sim. Tomato, tomato, because people tomato. say tomato. Tomato, yeah. tomato, skimatoos. I just love that, though. Yeah, they, it's like they in this rough environment where, you know, I guess libraries are kind of just not given much thought anymore. They became kind of like the keepers of these places. And pretty much it's like, this is my territory now. And you ain't walking over it unless you pay. That's true. And they have all these aisles of people now renting out <laughs> spots in the library, like their rooms. I'm thinking like, oh, my God. God, it's terrible. It's crazy. But I mean, it is. It's like a good reminder of like what is important. And mm-hmm. we live in a digital world now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, we live in a digital world. <laughs> Thank you. Da, 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 da. 
Was that like Barbie song that just reminded me of that? I, I think so. I don't know Madonna. what that is actually. It's, it's a different that song. Madonna. That was a Madonna song, but it reminded me of the Barbie Material song. Girl. That's what it's called. Yes. Material Girl. I'm so Girl. bad at music. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just we like. I feel like I want to talk more about this whole idea of. Like, well, then let's talk about it, Maddie. Like, how do you guys feel well, about like Maddie, this? Let's talk about it then. <laughs> this is getting aggressive. <laughs> um, just like crowded. It's that, getting a little crowded in here. It's getting that, a little crowded in here with 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 our. You guys, the Reaper campaign our, uh, is now at twenty five dollars for Tyler's life. With Please our, with, add with our volume, it's getting crowded in here. <laughs> and now it's twenty five thousand. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so good. Pretty today. penny. Um, but this idea of like real democracy is the fear of death, and like you know, like like politicians, they started putting Reaper funds on politicians to try yeah. to get policy changes, and then like they really had to care because otherwise people would kill them. But then you're killing the newest director of the movie that you didn't like that was a sequel you know like the new star wars movie sucked and so i'm putting a hit on him <laughs> you know like and that would happen like that would 100 percent look at twitter i love you twitter but it's also the dark night of the soul on there and like it's an interesting concept because i really think that the, Actually, it would what, bring out some of what, the worst of us well what that spells out is what true political anarchism would be actually Ugh. because you know that would be like it'd be what thomas hobbs talked about in his famous book leviathan right there where where you know, life would just be brutish and short with people constantly. Mm. It's like, hey, if you're trampling on my freedom, I have every I have every right to shoot you, just like somebody has every right to shoot me or something like that. That is the decay of society right there. So I don't exactly see this as as like a celebration of things to come mm-hmm. or something like that. If anything, I think it's more like 1984. It's like yeah. beware of what it could become. Yeah. Yeah. Just this. It's just such a fascinating concept, and like. Like, would you do it? And what does it mean? And like, what are the consequences of living in a world like that? Kind of like the purge. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the way, purge yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Except the purge was just entirely well. For one, it was also just one night. This is like every single freaking day that you can have yeah. a a crowd. But there are rules around. around the internet is a magical place. Is it? It is. Yeah. If Wreck Ralph told me anything. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and that does and that does make it that, that does Appearance, make it into yeah. one of the pages, actually. Yeah. Well, and I think there's another part that I just really, really loved, um, where Charlie and Vita are talking and and Charlie says, I thought I was a good person. What if I'm not? Mm. And Vita replies, So what if you're not? Doesn't mean you deserve to die. Lots of us aren't good. And so she says, Right. So at what point do you cross that line? When does someone become bad? And Vita replies, probably the moment they stop asking questions like that. Just mm-hmm. my observation. Yep. And I thought that was so wonderful because I think it's absolutely true. Like when when people are worrying, like, am I a good enough person? Am I doing this? Am I too lazy? Is it, you know, whatever. Like if you're asking yourself that, you're probably not. Like you're asking yourself that because you care. And that means you're invested in this. And, you know, if you're, you know, investigating those things, you're invested and you care. And, and I don't I don't know. It just it really hit me with that. I liked it a lot. And I think. It comes down again to that question of, like, does anyone deserve to die ever? Yeah. Which we could get in a whole chat about death penalty and revenge and murder and all these things. But, I mean, it's just a good thing to think about and to consider for yourself. And um, and even with Defender, my first thought was, like, what is stopping a person who gets hired on Defender from not killing their client? Well, look And then the just- client can't leave a bad review because they're dead. Like, Vita has this great line about how, like, she only has 1.4 stars, and she's like, and every single one of those people was alive to write a bad review about me. And I thought that was so great. 
Because mm. it proves yeah, a yeah, point. And I, yeah, and, I'm, and obviously I'm questioning the entire rating system that they got there because with her ability, it's like she is much higher than one. Marksmanship was okay. Bullet was just a little too curved for my taste. Right. <laughs> exactly. Zero out of five. Well, and that's and the thing is that she's not flashy enough or cool or social media enough. No, I liked her hair. I know she's super cool. She's I like, like the I coolest like ever. Hair. She has great hair. Like I'm a straight lady, but like I just want to get a sandwich just, with all the ladies in just, this. They're just a harsh audience. Is all they are. They're just well, a tough, tough crowd. Tough, we should have. We could ask Vito what her worst review was. <laughs> <laughs> that would funny. be funny, but you know, but like it, it is funny that like you. Oh, have... I get it now. Okay. Thank you, no, Tyler's on board. I, I got it. See what you do. Welcome. There. I got it. But you know, like I think it. I Throw think back that's... to our last episode. To every episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that that's a really interesting concept too. Of like you know, like especially for like two million dollars, like that's yeah. worth quitting Defender for. That's your last thing. Just close your account and you could just murder her and get the money. Yeah. And it's like you have to. And then that's kind of representing then that there are good people in the world. And there are people that yeah. are going to be honest and, and genuine and do the right thing um, in the parallel to Reaper. You know, Reaper's, even though Charlie's making it real hard for us sometimes, right? which I totally agree. Like, I love Charlie as a character, but she's awful. And like yeah. the fact that she will <laughs> run away or like do these things, it's like ridiculous. Um, yeah. But I'm also feeling their vibes majorly. I want it to happen. Well, I want it to happen. And Vita's ex-girlfriend could also come to the party. The party will be held at By Furious. in this episode. I, it's because of the monster. <sighs> it really just perks me up. I don't know. The way that Mystery Lady was looking at that with the CD like that, I was thinking like, ooh, maybe there's something. Maybe there Mystery too. Lady can come too. It'll just be a girl party. Girls only. Maybe. <laughs> I got nothing. Wow. <laughs> Which actually, now that I think about it, there are very few male characters in this. Good job, yeah. Chris. We yeah. have enough comics with mostly male characters. What are you talking about? Name one. All of no. them. <laughs> it was very simple. I'm pretty you know, sure like, Walking Dead only has like one male. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And but, he's dead. <laughs> you know, like I, I think that's I didn't think about it until this moment. But this is a majority of female characters. Like yeah, the main awesome. character who's not female is the like trashiest loser character which wow. is uh what's his Thanks. name Tra- based on me too wow completely based on tyler um what's his name <laughs> All trotter? Was trash trotter. And i was trotter. like how dare you trotter and he's like this toxic male of like that's a beta move don't be beta like what does he say you, you want to watch someone die and have it mean something and this whole joke of like the social media and the death and like making light of it which i think is so fascinating and like something that we're also living in the era of game of thrones where like how violent and bloody and gory can you get? Oh, how... Lance Paul. Well, the, the world of Lance Paul and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it's just, it's a fascinating thing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm proud of how many ladies are in this. It's, like, mostly. And then even oh, yeah. his, well, if anything, his males like, associates a sec- lady. Males are totally in a secondary role in this story, yeah, I find. Yeah, it's awesome. There's yeah, very few I of like them. It. It's a fresh a The breath. best part of this world. <laughs> A breath of fresh air. I can't talk. There you go. We're getting there. I did it. Um, I can talk. And yeah, and even the jokes about mansplaining and like it's also just the writing in this is so sharp. That was kind of funny. She said mansplaining to a bunch of teenagers that were just trying to tell her what was going on. But she already knew. One of them was a girl. Come on. Are you? No, I I think that that's still a boy. That was a girl. Mm -mm, Look later. I'm pretty sure that was a girl. (laughs) He has a chest. (laughs) I will show you the panel, man, because I was like, I wonder. But then it's a boy. If that was a boy, then I. Uh, welcome to the now time because i swear that was a girl maybe there <laughs> let me mansplain something to you real quick um <laughs> <laughs> thank you 
This um, book. No, I think they're probably non gender binary. But yeah. but I think probably Maybe. their birth gender wasn't male. Yeah. Which Although cool. it was That's pretty cool when it? they were doing that interactive D&D thing. Yeah, I was That like, was great. The interactive D&D <laughs> bit was great. Where can we get a giant dragon? Thank y'all. Yes. Um, or how she was asking, so what makes it a, a sword elvish? And the, and the one fan's all like, well, it's a couple of things, really. <laughs> right. That was amazing. Um, oh, and then another quote that I wanted to hit really quick, too, is um, there's a line... Um, from Cameron that says, uh, well, that's, that's what sucks about. Yeah. That's what sucks about growing up. You end up being all kinds of things that you don't want to be. <laughs> and the window that you can crawl through gets smaller while you get bigger. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that yeah. was like such a great yeah. quote about getting older and dealing with life. And, what are you talking yeah. about? I feel like, I feel like a million bucks <laughs> that got lit on fire and now worthless. <laughs> yeah. It's a, the, this is fine dog yeah, in the middle is, of the flames. Fine. It was, it was such a fine quote, too, when Every really day. it could have just been said in one word. It's called adulting. <laughs> well, exactly. It's, you know, what does that feel like? And I love that idea of, like, you're becoming bigger and the space is becoming smaller and mm-hmm. you're trying to fit through it. And, yep. like, that does very much fit that. And you're just running out of time. Yeah. And it's <laughs> depressing myself now. Um, well, but there's... it's symbolic for her because her and Trotter and all them, they were doing that from the very beginning when they had their first kill and all that. So... They've grown up doing that well, stuff Well, and with together. the whole social media world, you know that it's going to explode. You know oh, that yeah. you are temporary in a way. You know, you're super, yeah. super famous. You're but up. as soon as you get older or you get less popular. You're replaced by the next big thing. Yeah. And it's a really difficult world. And we all have super short attention spans now. And what? It's... <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for Tyler's proving this, for. Tyler. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's... There is so much in this comic and there's so much that you can sit and talk about and analyze. Oh, yeah. And it's just it's a fun, exciting read, period. But if you want to get into it and you want to explore this world, it is so cool. And also, like, I feel like a lot of comics tell you a lot up front and this one doesn't. And there's so many mysteries. There's so many questions. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to read more. Put it on your pull list. Also, one more shout out. My best friend, Lily Rosenthal is named and drawn in this in her trademark ridiculous anime cheetah jacket. That's awesome. That's my best friend, guys. <laughs> she's my best friend, too. She's so much my best friend that I don't even think she listens to this podcast. <laughs> Did you hear me gush about you her? You know you're a supportive friend when you don't listen to your yeah, friend's podcast. You know, she's my wife. It's fine. <laughs> we are platonically in my love. My life. <laughs> my life. She sent me, you guys, you guys, this is friendship. She sent me a box of, a heart-shaped box of C's chocolates for Valentine's Day. No, that was me. No, it was from her, the love of my life, She Lily. cheated. Wow. <laughs> she would never. We have a lot of couples cosplays planned for WonderCon. So yeah. follow the Grand Geek Gathering on... <laughs> but really do. We will be making all of the tweets and the... Well, probably most of the Instagrams. Yeah. In our couples cosplays. Instas. But anyways, it's just super cool that, like, this is a comic that's, you know, my friend Juliet is editing it. And, you know, I'm not personal friends with Christopher, but I watch... I see all his cool tweets. <laughs> I'm a weird we're, your friends where it matters. Yeah. yeah, I'm like a, I'm like his weird stalker. So, you know, it's cool that we're finally talking about this comic because I've known about it for a long time and it's just really really cool and it's so good and this is such an incredible creative team. Yeah. And I'm really 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 excited to good see publisher. what happens. So, put it on your pull list, go get the trade, which I forget when it's coming out now we just talked about it. Yeah, I guess the last thing we can talk about is that um, there's a movie that was... Uh, is it official? It is official. I, I, I double-checked just in case. It, it was It was announced in... Um, what was it? It was announced in June with um, Rebel Wilson will not only be starring in it, she's actually producing it, too. Oh, that's super cool. Is she so going to be Charlie? really awesome. Yeah, I that's think so. That's awesome. I wonder who will be Vita. 
Someone cool. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. She can do anything. That's probably true. I'm just going to have an awkward pause here that you're going to have to cut out. I apologize. It's okay. When the hell is this trade coming out? And so uh, Crowded comes out on March 26th, trade paperback. So if you haven't read it, it will be bundled in a beautiful book format just for you personally. If you, Every person that does not pick it up, we will start a Reaper campaign on. I'm just kidding. I don't have any money for that. Um, but go check it out. It's a super, super cool comic. If you are a single issue kind of person, put it on your pull list for future issues. There's a lot more to come, and I'm super excited about it. Um, or you can wait and get more awesome trades um but it's just a super super cool book and yeah. i really enjoyed it and uh i think Agreed. everybody should read it it's blue and pink any other final thoughts folks yeah just uh make sure to get that book or you will be reapered <laughs> <laughs> you know i was gonna make a pitch perfect like fine, but i couldn't do it too tired it's raining it is raining it is indeedy yeah, if you're listening to this while it's raining, this podcast pairs very, very, very well with a mint hot chocolate. Ooh, Dang, just, that does sound good right now. Staring out the window and just slowly going into madness. <laughs> Dang, as you're, listening to, getting dark. as you're listening to me. So take it a turn. It's got, it got crowded in here. Let's just... <laughs> And we're done making bad jokes, I promise. So let's talk about Crowded. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this ridiculous, once again, episode of Indie Comics, our 100th episode. This is 99, right? This is 99. This is episode 99, y'all. 99! 99! Oh my god, thank you for that. No problem. I would have been really sad if we I was, did not. I was ready for it. Thank you. Cool. Um, yeah. I was not, but I'm delighted. <laughs> noise noise um <laughs> my friend i have two friends now that will go one of us will go noise and the other one will go toit <laughs> toit <laughs> it's going to be toit and it's just a great thing we do now that's that's brooklyn 99 references if you don't watch that another great nbc show check it out it's on hulu and nbc we're just nbc needs to sponsor us we're making a lot of references right call us community is owned by somebody else now <laughs> i don't know who it's owned by <laughs> anyways guys Thanks for listening. Our 100th episode is coming up soon. Um, hopefully we'll have uh, something really cool for you. And uh, if not, we will have something really lame for you, which is the three of us. <laughs> it's it's my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler will be just reading his memoirs for a two-hour special episode. It was a cold and dark September 19th as my mom was in the hospital. <laughs> and the doctors it. were like, don't do it. This monster can't. We can't. <laughs> don't do it. Just do humanity a favor. And my mom was like, Nay! Nay! And that's the first 10 seconds of uh, the next 12 hours of your life. That's chapter one. <laughs> um, but really, it's coming up. It's going to be exciting. Check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all podcast apps. And check out our our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com, for articles, videos, and much more. It's nothing to laugh about, Maddie. Our website is phenomenal. <laughs> I was laughing at me stammering. I'm usually such a good uh, outro reader. Yeah. I have some standards over here. You have, you, you have a voice. I do, and I do love talking and listening to myself. You do like to, to articulate where I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> you guys... You can stay updated on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch. We have some great cons coming up. Check it out. Check out our panels. Again, there's going to be some great couples costumes with comic book famous Lily and I. I'm not comic book famous. I'm just yeah. Grand Geek Gathering famous. Just like all of you. I'll be editing volume two of Crowded, and it'll all just say random pop culture references. I really thought that was going somewhere. It didn't go anywhere. 
I failed miserably. That was a failure joke. Yeah, that joke was too crowded. You need duck. <laughs> We're never going to finish this episode. It's never happening. You, I already said that part. The interest provided by Cranston, and you can buy Crowded from Image Comics. You can get it at your local comic book shop. You can get it at Barnes and Noble, for goodness sake. I suggest you go to your local <laughs> comic book shop, but you can Golly, get it there. Barnes, Barnes and Noble. You can get it at that Barnes and Noble. Trot on down to the Barnes and Noble you know, post-Fortnite. Like, it's it's there. I You know, if you have a local shop, go to there. Support your local comic book shop. Jeff, but Jeff, also, how do you feel about Barnes and Noble? A little bit high-priced, but... Uh, no, I mean, Jeff, we love Barnes and Noble here at the drinking <laughs> <laughs> There are not many bogus shops left, so I don't want to totally nag it. But like local yeah. comic book shops, guys, go there. Yeah, They're go to your great. local comic book shop. Don't 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 worry about about nobles and bar nobles. <laughs> nobles and oh, we are a professional organization here. We are not going to get sponsored by Barnes and Noble. Apparently, you can listen to our stuff on on, on, on U tones. <laughs> you, oh, um, Sportify. Please give us all the stars, please. Uh, please don't give us a one point four rating. Um, you're all alive to give us the rating so you know if you give us five stars we will stop talking the podcast will be over i promise stretches just just press it right now let's go get some flame broiled boppers go go to (laughs) stretches.com leave a review about how much you hate this podcast because it's the worst podcast you've ever heard i know it's okay you know five stars means that we're terrible and some french and some french freeze for me please (laughs) we're not we're not good at compliments the more stars you give us it means that you probably did like it so just give us five stars please the more like yeah like we're really bad at receiving compliments in fact compliments make us feel really terrible so if you write the nicest review ever it's you know, really just, gonna hurt just, our you feelings like beat it. just give us 1.4 stars yeah, that's uh, fine we'll take it yeah, we'll, we'll take more it. than zero because we know we're much better it. than that <laughs> yeah um it's over guys you're welcome thank you for listening come and join the gathering have a great week and gg i don't know it got a little i don't know why anyone listens to this i don't know either Thanks, guys.